Hi everyone and welcome back to episode 5 of the Crafty Crew podcast. My name is Kinger, I'm joined by Mark. Hello. Nally. Well. And Walji. Good evening. This week on the Crafty Crew podcast it's Red Ales. Um, lads, Smithix, have we all indulged? I actually have not. Surprise, surprise, another Irish traditional drink Walshy hasn't had ever, so here we go. <laughs> I've had my first red ale in like the last two or three weeks. So so, so new to the new to the style, new to giving it a go. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is a great That's way to start though. off. Two two new ones for you, so hopefully. <laughs> Historically Smithix for me is like because I love I love a Guinness, so like if I'm just too impatient to wait for the Guinness, I'll go Smithix. Um, just as a quicker uh, alternative. It's a deep, deep sign into your alcoholism there, Kinger. <laughs> when you're too impatient to wait an extra 90 seconds for your yeah. drink, I'll buy another drink. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the other thing as well is uh, if you're if you're out and you're having a, a Smittix's hand or if you're having some food or something, you're not bloated after two or three pints of Guinness trying to eat a heap of food. You might be able to get through it if you have two or three Guinness or a Smittix. That is true. So, Nally, take us through. What's the difference between like a red ale and like an, an, a normal ale? Yeah, so red ales and normal ales, they're, you know, all the ingredients are the same as they're all the same for all beers, essentially. But um, so with red ales, they tend to be slightly lower in alcohol percentage, anywhere from kind of 3.8 up to 4.5, roughly. Um, they, get the, they get their color because they use roasted barley or roasted malt in it. Now, uh, stouts tend to use roasted barley and roasted malt as well, but it's nowhere near the same level. Clearly enough, they're red, not pitch black. Um, but yeah, so what you get with a red ale is they tend to be more malt forward. They're not uh, they're not very highly hopped. Um, they tend to be more restrained on the hop and they kind of give this uh, like a caramel toffee kind of flavor from the malt. Um, the other thing with them is they, because of the roasted grain in there, they get, tend to be a bit more dry on a finish. Um, you know, so a lot of times they were compared to maybe English bitters that came across to Ireland and um, just got modified slightly using the roasted uh, the roasted malts instead of the more caramel malts and things like that. Um, another thing, just a quick one, is that red ales, tend, we tend to think of red ales as being the um, Irish red ale, like Smittix, for example. But there are other red ales. There's a Flemish red ale, which is uh, more, like a, more like a sour, so it is. Just a different type of red ale that's out there. Yeah, so um, to talk kind of a bit more about our, as you say, Smithix is the number one Irish red ale. It's kind of what people would associate if if you were thinking about red ales. So a little bit of history on Smithix Brewery because it's quite interesting. It's owned by Guinness now, of course, and the Smithix we know about, you know, the one we associate with our pub, that's only been around since 1966. But the Smithix Brewery in Kilkenny, which unfortunately is closed now, but it was originally founded in 1710 by John Smithick. So it's actually an older brewery than Guinness, which was founded in 1790. So it's, you know, an even more Irish beer than Guinness, even though they're both now owned by a massive multinational corporation called Diageo. (laughs) And as you're talking about Smithicks, another one similar to that uh, would be Kilkenny, except for Kilkenny has a less hop finish and is nitro-generated cream head similar to guinness i probably also messed up that word that's really interesting Walshie. what's what's nitro generation 
A big word, Mark. That's what that is. That's a big word. <laughs> well, his only job is to read it. He doesn't have to know what he's yeah, saying. Like, a bit just, like, just, just like me. <laughs> I work in retail. I'll give him a quick one there. I think I think it's uh, basically to use the same kind of gas combination that they use for Guinness. So I don't know if people remember when we were talking about the Stouts episode that we were saying that uh, the reason Guinness tends to travel not as well as they mightn't have the line set up to run nitro and i'm assuming that that's probably what they're on about in this case they're running nitro through the lines to help give that creamy head on the pint only for nally interrupted that's exactly what i was going to say <laughs> took the words right out of your mouth yeah that's it exactly <laughs> word for word fair enough <laughs> well i mean as a bigger fella i'm always thinking about food so um <laughs> red ales are quite good for particular foods so like there was a list of foods that i found that they're they're quite nice to pair with and i was kind of surprised i wanted to see what your reaction would be uh goat's cheese salad on a point of smithics doesn't sound nice goat's cheese (laughs) uh shepherd's pie yeah yeah could see that um bangers and mash definitely yeah i mean i don't see how it would i don't see how it would hurt like (laughs) caramel cheesecake can I just stop you there, Kinger? You're just listing delicious foods and also alcohol, and you're expecting us to say no, no like, but, like no, but no, no. steak, okay, you wouldn't curry. Have, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have a pint of Guinness and like fish, would you? Do you know what I mean? So the, like, I wouldn't I mean, have a pint of Smithics and caramel cheesecake, though. That's that's why I'm saying it. Like, would you or wouldn't you? That's that's the. I would. I think that'd be nice. I think that'd be nice. Does. What about? Uh, I think it sounds nice. What about? How about with a full Irish breakfast? That's the only one I'm kind of like, nah. I think this uh, goes back to... It. Yeah, this goes back to my point on... Remember we asked the question about how, how if you only had one type of drink to drink your entire life and I said IPAs, I think this would work well for Smittix because Smittix is a low ABV. So, I mean, if you're starting the day off with anything, you get a low ABV sure. with that full Irish and it might work. <laughs> uh, throw in IPAs there, uh, Nally. Something I've seen recently on shelves is red IPAs. And so... When we were doing some research for this podcast, I had to look into it because it's like red IPA, it's India Pale Ale, so is it just a red ale, you know? But actually, it's not. They're they're slightly different. So a red IPA is more towards an American amber ale, but it's lower hop profile and there's more. It's more malty, and also the the alcohol range is typical to an IPA, so five percent and above. So it's got that crisp drinkability with that really ailey, malty, strong taste. So just for anyone else listening out there, if you see a red IPA, it's not a red ale. They're different. Thanks for clearing that up, Mark. (laughs) Answering questions no one's asked since 1992. (laughs) (laughs) It fell to me, I think, wasn't it, to pick the red ales? So I went with um, Dublin City Brewing Company's Renegade Red Ale. Renegade. Renegade from the city. Renegade. (laughs) Stop and Galway Bay Breweries Bay Ale Red Ale just representing the the home county there. So um, now, Kinger, you put on your I big think... you put on your big tick Galway accent and call it Bay Ale there. Do you know, just like Mark was representing Dublin, you can do it for Galway. Go for it. I, th- I think it's very hard to do a Galway accent and say Bay Ale. There, there has to be some kind of a just like a like a you know like a sht in there somewhere. That's a coward's way out. That is. <laughs> let's look let's start let's 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 ease mark into it and we'll start with the dublin city brewing company's renegade red ale yeah yeah let's go for it son my initial thoughts on the smell are not good it's grand it's not too bad at all 
Yeah, I wouldn't say it's anything defining. It's just like a typical red ale kind of smell. Yeah. But certainly not anything to get excited about. In terms of colour then, I guess it's just your standard uh, kind of goldeny, reddy um, colour, you know? It's just grand. It's, it, it seems to be it holding looks, the head. It looks, it looks more like a Coke to me than it does a red ale. I don't know why. It's kind of like a copper kind of colour, do you know what I mean? It's not, it's, yeah. not, it's not just red, it's kind of in between red and amber. Like, it's, it's kind of in between, but to me it is anyway. Yeah, I get that. So I know you were, I know you were saying that that like they're lower ABV. So this is only four point two percent. Yeah. Um, which you know, is probably the, is probably the normal kind of ABV for red ales. Yeah. So ABV for red ales, it's it's, I think it's somewhere between about three point eight to f- maybe four maybe four point eight or five percent. You don't tend to get red ales that are higher than that. Um, but they're they're in that kind of general range. So four point two, four point four would kind of be the average sale of red ales. Um, I think Smittix is actually lower than that. I think Smittix is about four percent ABV, so it is. Which, okay. Okay. I know my my dad is a massive Smittix drinker, so he was always happy when I'd get one as well because he'd feel like he was kind of passing the torch, you know. <laughs> does your dad so, listen to your this podcast, King, or does he? I think when my mom makes them. Oh, yeah. very good. Shout out. <laughs> So a big shout out to Kinger's dad today from all the Crafty Crew podcasts. Great to know you're listening. I said, "This is for you, baby." We've taken your, we've we've uh, seen your smittics and raised you a couple of crafties for the ch- for the for the goal. Yeah, so just bounce onto mouthfeel there, guys. This isn't very crisp at all. It's quite, you know, it's a little watery and it's quite flat. I feel the word dank comes to mind for me. No, it's dank. Like it's no, I don't mean bad. Like but dank. I, when I say I don't mean rank. I mean like it's there's a it's a heavy taste. Kinger, depending on how much time you spend on the internet, dank can have a completely different meaning than the meaning you're going <laughs> oh, really? for. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even 100 percent sure what the meaning for that is. I thought it was a very bad thing you were saying. I thought dank was like it's it's something's heavy. Like if it's you know. I'd agree with you on the mouthfeel. It's kind of a, it's kind of like you were saying, Mark. It's a bit more lighter. Uh, it's more kind of watery than some of the other ones we've had. There's not as much carbonation there. It's it's kind of, I won't say it's flat because there is a little bit there, but it's nowhere near as fizzy um, as some of the other ones we've tried. Um, it's interesting as well. Like we've talked before about how craft beers have all these like colourful and exciting can designs, and the Galway Bay Ale one we'll try later. It's it's very like that. It's got these weird, you know mollusks and, and shellfish on it psychedelic colors this is like quite minimalistic it's a black can with a red label you know so that's kind of a bit yeah. of a unusual thing just to note i'd say it's, out though. it's cool one of them ones that just you know keep it simple there's no point of really kind of overdoing it maybe yeah i certainly noticed it when i bought it because it's standing out by being simple so i wonder if craft beers mm-hmm. will now swing back to just plain right. cans before they considering you didn't pick it mark i had to buy it while she i kinger doesn't deliver these to our door i had to go and buy the can (laughs) is kinger delivering your beers Mm. kinger barely got his beers so (laughs) 
<laughs> don't mention the war. Don't mention the war. Jesus. I'm just reading the little blurb on the side of the can here. It says, taking inspiration from Countess Markovich, an Irish politician, revolutionary, nationalist, suffragist and philanthropist, the Red Revolution is here. I would, like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't uh, inspire me to stay on Red Ales. It, they're strong words for what is quite a weak beer, I think. Right? Yeah. There's also a lot of big words that I did not understand. So, getting on to flavour there, lads. So, what do you make of it? It's kind of, um, I think you get with uh, with, with uh, the red ales, they tend to be a bit more malt-flavoured, so kind of like biscuity, caramelly type of flavours. So, they're not like... Yeah, I get they're the not caramel. They're not hitting you in the face with any hops or anything like that. That kind of, you know, overt bitterness that you get from some IPAs and things like that. It's more subdued than on the lower bitter side. Yeah, I'm getting that definitely. I think to go back to Kinger's word about dank, like it's, it isn't great. Like it seems to be kind of sitting in the back of my throat. There's not like much distinct flavour there. It's a bit watery. I'm not really a big fan of this beer at all. Uh, I I agree now that it is it is quite watery. All right. Uh, I don't mind it though. I mean, you get the initial taste, but it doesn't seem to for me stick around too long. Do you know? When you go into a community hall, like that hasn't been opened for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, and there's that dusty, not damp, like that dusty smell. Not really, Kinger, because I don't think I go around as many abandoned community halls as you do. Oh, what? We live in Ireland and no one else went into old community halls when they were kids, no? I don't remember me being a kid. (laughs) You haven't been drinking enough if you can remember your childhood, Kinger. Barely remember what I had for breakfast. Uh, the joys of doing a podcast with a bunch of townies. Like, <laughs> Christ Almighty! Bunch of. Okay, so when you go into any kind of an old building that hasn't been opened in a couple of days or a couple of weeks, or whatever, that dusty kind of—that's what I—that's what I imagine it tastes like. Is this the same smell? Maybe it's the malt coming through. So you're talking about the old community centers that i assume will be probably like a lot of the pubs when we eventually get back into them <laughs> yeah. probably feel the same yeah. okay, that's fucking very fair yeah yeah so all yeah. all pubs just smelling like smittics and people wondering <laughs> i wonder if they sell a lot in here <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i definitely got kind of a biscuity kind of aftertaste on it like you know there's something not quite bready it's a bit more sweet than bready after you've after you've had a mouthful of it, just at the at the end of it, it's it's you know it's kind of dry biscuity type of thing. Yeah, but it's not like the nice biscuits. It's not like a bourbon. It's the the last biscuits left in the tin of USA. Those fucking little <laughs> yeah. shortbread things. That's what it's like. Yeah, are are the ones that they've arrogantly called nice biscuits? Yeah, are they pronounced oh, nice yeah. biscuits? It's it's the ones that you take out at the end, and you know someone's coming over for a cup of tea. You know them, but you don't know them that well. You're like James. We we'll give them, we we'll give them these biscuits. They're grand. <laughs> you know them, but you don't want them coming back. <laughs> yeah, you'd nearly be disappointed to, you'd nearly be disappointed to open the tin and not find a song kit if you found these in there. So, so overall, the, the taste we're saying is a bit underwhelming and not as nice as we were expecting. Yeah, definitely. I don't mind it to be honest. Go ahead, Walshy. For for what it is. I t- I think it's 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 okay. I don't think it's as bad as you were making out with your biscuit analogy. Um, but it's not. I suppose it's not something I'd go all my way to get. Uh, but it's 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 okay. I mean, I don't think okay. it's horrible, but I don't think it's fantastic either. 
Okay, well, uh, this might be a nice segue then into our uber scientific rating system on the Crafty Crew podcast. We have a rating system of one to five that goes unbearable, booze, booze, beer, brutal, and unbelievable. Jeff. So, um, Mark, you kicked off the ratings last week with your beer, so I'm going to kick it off with. Uh, my rating this week, I think, just to spice it up. And I'm going to vote for my first ever booze, I think. Yeah, I agree with wow. you. Wow. Oh. oh. Could be a bit harsh, but, 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 but. I'm jumping on the 9.30 Kinger train to Boozeville because this beer <laughs> is going oh. down. Uh, just uh, because we, we've, we've, we've put some beers, like, at a beer rating that are definitely better than this i i i think yeah yeah no i agree with you there but i i don't know i, I don't mind it i don't know if i'd go booze would you would you go out and buy this again like just to have it no but there's a lot of the drinks we've got i probably wouldn't and i've given higher ratings just just on that king going out to buy it again i think that's to me, it's not booze. It's a, it's just beer. I know I have a good few that are just beer, but it's because going out to buy it again ne- isn't necessarily something that's just beer for me. Like, like we said last week with the uh, with the Elvis juice, or like we said before with um, maybe the Rock Hellas that we had in episode one for the White Hag, where I was yep. saying, you know, it's just beer. I'm happy to have that. Someone hands me a can of that. I'm not going to, you know, scoff at it. Like it's grand. I drink it. I'm not going to go out, out of my way to go searching for it again, but I definitely give it a go. Like it's grand, you know what I mean? It's it's not. Yeah. I think I think the uh, <clears throat> going from you know, so we were saying Smittix is the go to red ale. I mean, compared to Smittix, mm. it's not it's not muck like it's grand compared to Smittix. And if Smittix is what we're using as our kind of measuring stick for red ales, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's down. Oh, to I booze. think it's a it's a world apart. We're, we're not using Smithix. We're using the scientifically accepted crafty queer rating system. Nally, okay. Do I need to remind you how difficult it was to finalise that rating system? Do we need to go back to no, the drawing months. board? Months and months. No, you're Why right. You? And I, I mean, I, I berated Kinger for such an act uh, recently. So I'll bow my head in shame on that one and apologise. But I will give it a rating of just beer. I won't uh, diminish it to the class of booze. I will say it's just okay. beer for me. One thing that I've been doing recently uh, when I'm buying beer, especially online, so to force me to try stuff that I mightn't want to, uh, I'm getting these kind of random boxes, mystery boxes from websites, and they send me out whatever and force me. To, if that was in one of them boxes, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, not this again. I'd be like, yeah. Grand, I'll drink that. So, yeah. like Nally, I go with just beer as well. That's a very roundabout way of just kind of saying what Nally said. That if somebody gave you this at a house, you wouldn't. I'm pretty I'd sure we say enough. this every week as well, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. No, it's true. If uh, <laughs> if I took the, the Kinger train straight to Boozville, while she took eight buses, two trains, and a tram <laughs> to get to Nallyville, there. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't talk enough in this, so I want to get my no, want to say something. I, listen, I love the analogy. I, it was brilliant. I just wanted Thank to point you. it out that it was it was very similar. That's all. But it, it was a, it was a great way of giving just a different opinion. Loved it. That's what that it's all about. Different exactly. opinion that was the same. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it works for me. So I think to sum up, guys, myself and Kinger are landing on this with a booze. Nali and Walshy are landing on it with a just beer. So as much as I hate when things go against me, that kind of comes right down between the two of them, which we we always go up. So it'll be a just beer rating for Renegade uh, Red Ale. So well done, Dublin City Brewing. Go. Oh, it gets a slight booze in the background from Kinger. All right, we'll give it that. We'll allow that, Kinger. Get your dig in. It's time for a Kinger question. It's time for a Kinger question. It's time for a Kinger question. Everybody, it's time for a Kinger question. No? We're not going to sing him in every on podcast your own, anymore. On no. your own, on no, 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 your no. own. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I mentioned food earlier on, uh, pairing red ales with food. So I was uh, thinking, um, if you had to give up your all-time favorite food, like your all-time favorite food in the world, or never drink craft beer ever again, which would you choose? Yeah, food. That's not a hard question. Nah, I'm done with food. That's good luck. Out the door. Goodbye. God bless. See you later. There's enough other foods that I can eat. Think about it now. Come on. Think about it. Has anyone here ever watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine? There is a a scene in it where Captain Holt says uh, if he could, he'd just eat like a a bland nutrient paste every day to keep him alive. (laughs) (laughs) If If it was choice between bland nutrient paste and beer... Or no beer and all the food in the world. I would pick the paste and the beer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just flavor the paste with beer. Done. Ah, dip it in it. Okay, can we can use we, it as a can straw? We qu- can we do a quick round the group? What's everyone's? What's what's your favorite food ever? Chicken. Can we can we okay. get a bit of information yeah. like a roast chicken, KFC, Ch- uh, just chicken. <laughs> I any chicken, chick, chick, chicken curry. Probably a ch- right, a chicken curry. Probably fajitas okay, as well. That, like for, that's yeah. better. Like okay, that's better. <laughs> Something for me, is better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> for well, I mean, it was my chicken's my favorite. So I assume we're not getting into the one specific meal. So for me, it's like burgers and chips. They're my favorite food. You know. Jesus, you're a cultured lot. Nally? <laughs> uh, for me, it would probably be... Favourite food would probably be, uh, you know, some kind of mad yolk, just to satisfy your urge for culture there, Kinger. But no, actually, I love stew. <laughs> Stew's class, man. <laughs> so you're telling me you'd never, you'd never, ever have stew ever again. You'd never have burger and chips ever again. And you'd never have a chicken curry ever, ever again. I can get steak. There's lots of different kind of curries, okay? I miss burgers and chips, but I could have, like, steak and chips. And you can just have warm Guinness instead of stew. Yeah, or, you know, I just find a new favourite meal then instead of stew. Kinger, I feel like this question you thought would be much more difficult for people to answer than it was. Lads, just aside, right? I, I just need you to get on board with the questions. <laughs> just, just feel them. Like, just, you know, think about them. Imagine that I'm asking you life and death questions, and we'll 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 go back to the podcast now in a, in a second. I choose life with craft beer. I also choose life with craft beer. 
I'll give it a go for you, Kinger, but uh, I'm pretty sure life with craft beer is going to win out on this one. Fair, that's fine. I, look, I as I said before, I'm a big dude. I don't know that I could give up my favorite food over over beer. Like honestly, what is your favorite food, Kinger? Because you judged all of us, so shepherd's pie. My mom's shepherd's pie. It's it's unbelievable. It's simple as that's you know. Why why the judgy comments about us being uncultured then? If you're just going to eat shepherd's pie, it's your favorite food. We, we didn't, you know, you we wouldn't have judged it, but you judged us. So now we are going to judge it. How the turns have tabled. <laughs> shepherd's pie is cultured. How? It's a shepherd. It's a dish named after shepherds that has like four ingredients, all of which are like, you know, peasant ingredients from the Middle Ages. But it's super tasty. Yeah, but all of our foods are super tasty. We didn't throw hate at each other. You just start throwing hate on me for liking burgers and chips, man. <laughs> Who in the world doesn't like burgers and chips? Everyone in the world, you should be offended by Niall King right now. <laughs> Throwing hate, actually, we've established in this podcast, is actually Mark's job. So that's probably why he's getting more offended than most. Very true. It's also the first time that my name has actually been used in the podcast, which felt weird. Also, I mean, like, you know, at least you didn't rag on a stew because... A stew is basically just a deconstructed shepherd's pie. So if anything, by it being deconstructed, it's slightly more cultured, maybe? You know, that's what the fancy restaurants tend to do. Okay, look, I'm going to up my questions game from now on. Because <laughs> clearly, uh, you guys had uh, too many answers to that. and uh... It's almost kingers if our backs have been put up against a wall for a number of weeks. And now we're actually fighting back whenever we have the chance, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, imagine that, Mark, when you're cornered every so often with just random <laughs> questions and brought upon you all of a sudden and you have to give these answers straight off the bat. Imagine when a question comes along that you can answer straight away. You want to get back at them then a little bit. Well, lads, you'll be look, you'll be happy to know that uh, my next question for this podcast was actually sent in by a listener. So um, hopefully you'll enjoy that one a bit more we than this one. We have those. Yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> Also, Mark, just if people do have questions for us, uh, where can they find us? Yeah, no, so in all seriousness, uh, anyone who wants to ask a question to the podcast, please find us on on Facebook at Crafty Crew Podcast. Feel free to post on our wall or send us a message or comment on any of our posts. And if you have any questions or queries, we'll bring them up in our podcasts and you'll get a shout out on the air. Uh, if it's really, really good, you might get a prize. And if it's really, really terrible, you might get some, you know, podcast abuse. Um, you can also f- <laughs> banter. Yeah, banter, banter, banter. You can also find us on Untapped, <laughs> which is like the Facebook of beer, uh, at Crafty underscore Crew underscore Podcast, and we're available every Friday on all good streaming platforms for podcasts. So Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, Anchor, wherever you listen, we're there. Moving swiftly on to the second red ale of the episode, uh, I'm coming home. It's Galway Bay Brewery's Bay Ale Red Ale. I hope that was Galway enough, Finale, was it? I will give you it. It's a pass fail on this one in your past. It seems to be a, a lot creamier and it's holding a, a much thicker and smoother head than the last beer. That's what I was going to say. The first thing I noticed is that there's much more of a head out, out of this one. Practically the same colour? Yeah, near enough. I'd say it's probably just a little bit lighter than the other one. I think the other one was a little bit darker. Um, kind of more more copper. This is a little bit lighter, so it is. It's still red, but okay. it's a little bit lighter to me. Yeah. Um, the mouthfeel for this one is much more satisfying, I have to say. It's very even, doesn't have that watery tint to it. It's just a nice, smooth, even red ale taste to it. 
Yeah, and it's it's it kind of carries a bit more uh, of the carbonation through it as well. It's a little bit more there. It's not as uh, I don't want to say flat because the last one wasn't flat, but it's it's definitely a bit more carbonated than the last one. So it is. Would I be right in saying after you kind of get that initial, there's kind of like a I don't know, like a sting or a little sharpness. I think at so. the very end. I don't know if that's the right term. What I think um, Natalie kind of referred to it there. That's like after the taste is just started to fade, the carbonation is what's left and you're getting that little bit of crispness mm. right at the end of the mouthful. Yeah, it, it could be. Yeah, I think it, I think it might be a bit more hopped than the the Renegade as well. It's 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 I think you might be getting at the bitterness. It's a little bit more bitter on the finish than the Renegade was as well. So there is that little bit more of something at the end of it. Like, like I know it's a red ale, but there's, there's I think there's more of a similarity to this to the beers we've tried already like IPAs etc I think there's a, there is that it's the hoppiness maybe yeah quite possibly and it's it's cloudy enough like when you're looking through it so so it has that in common with the kind of IPAs that we're kind of would mostly drink or have been trying lately but for me it's it's actually a really solid taste and um, I'm not a massive fan of red ales like I like Smithix I kind of like a lot of them I don't love any of them but this is definitely in my you know like like section I'm enjoying it very much it's a 4.4% as well, so it's marginally stronger than um, the Renegade. But I don't think that's super I noticeable. I think one point um, to make between the two of them, like the Renegade also came in a 440 can against uh, Galway Bay coming in on a 330. Uh, maybe in general, maybe the 331, you might find it easier to have maybe a small few of them rather than having a 440 yep. can of Renegade and then maybe another 440. It's a lot yep. in comparison. Yeah, so I get get that, Walsh. I agree with you there. Like um, In terms of like drinkability and repeat drinking, I totally agree. We spoke um, a few weeks ago about stouts and Siren's Broken Dream and how alcohol content can have a big effect on you know how a beer tastes. And so our Renegade today was only 4.2%, which is quite low and on the low end of what we'd um, normally be drinking. And this one, it only moves up that 0.2% to 4.4. But I think that could be having an impact on the smoothness of this. It's Yeah, I think it's just enough to get rid of the watery kind of vibe to it. Yeah. You know, you're more in a kind of, say for anyone listening, like Heineken range now, your standard lagers. So I think they're quite smooth drinks. And I think this has kind of gotten into that smoothness um, by okay. just going up a little bit. Nally was doing some investigating there. What did you come back with? They're both red cans, which is great marketing for red ales. <laughs> <laughs> ah. That is a that is that's an astute observation. <laughs> right. I seen what you did there, lads. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to give Galway Bay Brewery some uh, kudos on this can. Most of their cans are like yeah, they're grand, quite colourful or whatever. Interesting craft brewery cans. I really like this one. It's a load of like mollusks or, you know, what's the word? What's that kind of crab that changes its shell? Anyone know? Hermit crab. Yes. Hermit it's the sea. hermit crab shells with like all these psychedelic colours over a big black hole. And, you know, I used to live near Galway and I've been to Galway mm. so many times. And, you know, a big black hole surrounded by seashells really does remind me of Galway. So I think they did a great job here. <laughs> Kinger's face has just dropped. <laughs> I mean, zero need for that. Like, just just for any of our listeners, I don't actually mean that. I love Galway. It's just just to see Kinger's heart 
die who is worth saying that. There's definitely um there's definitely more of a familiarity with this beer, I think, um, compared to Renegade Red Ale. I know we shouldn't be comparing the two beers together, but like in terms of what you're saying, like um drinkability, etc. I, I and maybe it is the, the carbonation that's kinda hanging around and, and kind of adding that like sharpness at the end of the taste it 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 makes the aftertaste a bit more enjoyable i find yeah so i think because the carbonation is there it's it's a bit more crisp it's a bit more refreshing at the end of it um, and just when you're on about comparing them king i suppose i mean there's no harm i mean that's why we're doing the same style each time you know yeah. it kind of gives you a way to compare them and you know it's not it's not the worst thing if you, if you, you know like i know yeah, mark fair. mark generally agrees with he has the one process that goes in and he, he tastes it and that's it the process but, uh, but if we are, uh, if you know, if we're doing the one style, it's it's not too bad to compare them. Because Walsh, oh, said it before. He said, uh, you know, I think it was on the Sours episode. He was saying that Mark hadn't anything to compare it to at the start, and then kind of when we had the second sour, there was a bit of comparison there. So being able to compare them is not the worst thing in the world. I mean, rate them on their own merit, but at least you have somewhere to go from it as well. Yeah, I find with beers, and I don't know if any of you guys you find this as well. Let me know when I'm finished, but. When you start drinking a beer of any description, even if it's one you've had a million times before, the first one or two mouthfuls elicit the biggest response. Then it kind of settles down a little bit and you get what the kind of true taste of the beer is from then till the end. And with the Renegade, you know, whatever, it's it's grand. But for me, the kind of watery taste is coming through, that dank taste that you said, Kinger. With this, I'm getting that smooth, kind of full red ale taste the more I drink of it. And yeah. that's really making it very drinkable for me. I'm very much enjoying this beer. I think two episodes in a row now, I've said something along the lines of, the more I drink it, the more I enjoy it. Which, as I said, is a da- dangerous precedent for any beer. But like, I, I am finding that with this, compared to the Renegade Red Ale, I, by the time I got to the end of the glass, I was like, oh, it's, it's almost gone. Whereas with this, I'm like, I'm enjoying it, you know. I do think you have the Renegade that didn't leave that much of a taste. I don't think it's a taste like you're really going to remember even like if you have the one in even an hour's time. You're like, oh, yeah, that was nice. I don't really remember the profile or the taste of it. But whereas that does have that bit of an aftertaste, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, I could see it. And you'd remember it for a while, you know. Yeah. So just to swing us down to the scores then. Uh, Kinger, you went first last time. Let's leave you to go last this time. And I'm going to throw it out to Walshy. Yep. Give us your opinion on this, Walshy. What do you think this is like? And where do you think it lands on the Crafty Crew rating scale? See, my issue here is... It's ni- It's definitely nicer than Renegade. But I don't think I'd go unbeer either. Or even Brutiful. I'd be... I'd be on that side of just beer. But I'd probably be closer to just bear than i would be brutal so i know it's really going to come down to where we all lie together yeah no that's fair enough and i'm going to throw my two cents in here for what they're worth which is not quite two cents but um <laughs> i think this is going to land on a brutal for me it's a bit of a maybe a lower range of brutal but this is really nice it's got a really smooth full body it's a very much a typical red ale uh, really enjoyable and I can see myself drinking this for a whole night not complaining I can see myself buying this you know whenever I see it so for me it's going to be a beautiful for Galway Bay's Red Ale yeah it's grand it's a nice beer I'd uh I think it'd be on the same lines as you um he says as he finishes it off 
uh, that it's it's more on the brutal side <laughs> of uh, just beer for me as well. Yeah, it's a real nice beer. I definitely, I I'd have no complaints sitting down drinking that all night. It's 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 very you know, it's definitely sessionable. Like you could sit down and have a good few of them. It's the lower ABV as well, so you're able to you know you you'd get through a full session of of them. So for me, you know, it's better than the Renegade in my opinion. And the Renegade was just beer to me. Um, yeah, I, I'd go for a brutal for go a bay bay ale. Yeah, I I'd probably be inclined to agree with um, the two of you lads. I, I I would put this in around the brutal. Um, I think it's going to be very hard for for the four of us to kind of ever settle on an unbelievable beer. You know, I, I that that doesn't quite get there. Um, but I would definitely put this above a beer as opposed to, um, you know. Sounds to me, Kinger, like you want to give this an unbelievable, but you know which no. way the wind's blowing, and no, no, you know no. that we're going to abuse your record <laughs> of giving beers five out of five and untapped if we if you do. No, no, no. To be fair, I I respect the the system, and I think a beer has to be absolutely out of this world for us all to hit uh, unbelievable. To be fair, so I'm saying I'm saying beautiful. Hey, Nally and Walshy, want to hear a joke? If it's from you, no. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> moving on. Galway Bay's Galway Bay Breweries Bay Ale Red Ale gets a brutal rating from the Crafty Crew podcast. Okay, uh, as I finish off Galway Bay's Red Ale, there. Question two for this week's episode comes from um, friend of the podcast, the Duge. Um, so, question for the podcast, lads. Imagine this scenario. So he's painting a picture, which I love. Right. I know the dude. That lad can't paint. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Pubs are back open. Place is buzzing. Live music is being played. Group of you and your friends at the table. And you're looking at the largest craft menu in the world. Now, in the world. So think outside the box here. What are you having? Right, so let's let's just rule out a couple of things straight out the bat, just just for the sake of it. Let's rule out. Let's say it has to be a craft brewery. So, I know I cannot wait to get in and get a big, dirty, creamy pint of Guinness. I can't wait for it. But let's just rule them out for now. Uh, you know, let's stick with the question. Let's stick with it's the largest okay. craft selection. Um, and let's say, just for just for a bit of variety, let's rule out anything near us. So for me, that's like dead center. I can't be. Going in, waiting for my pint of seeking sunshine, for example. It's got to be something a bit, bit more out there. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> for me, that's Hope Brewery, which is near enough where I live, and I'm a massive fan of. Um, well, I know, I know, I know, I know what I do. I like straight away for me, it's um, metal beer solid. So, so Kinger, I think it's a great choice. A uh, lovely double IPA for anyone who hasn't had yep. it. But it, it was a limited edition beer that doesn't exist anymore and more than likely will never exist again. So I think you're doing a bit of a, a Walshy on this one and trying to get out of the rules of the contest. Should it not be a beer that like legitimately what? will exist again? That wasn't in the question. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. I don't I won't argue further with you. I'm just trying to make a point, but that's fine. <laughs> he didn't, well he didn't stipulate that it had to be like they can be limited editions. No, that's know? that's fine. No, that's grand actually. If we can go limited editions, that's good. Not that I'm going to, but <laughs> spoiler. Uh, can I give one type of beer, but from two different places? Like, are you talking about a genre? Yeah, the type of beer, of beer but I'd be if kind it's of you. Happy. Then no. 
to have one from either place. No, no, we can. Okay, we can I, do was that. Gonna, I was going to. I was going to lean that. with on um, between the two. Um, white hags, um, salted caramel stout, or Rascal's Candyman, salted caramel stout. Okay. So now, if you had to narrow it down to one of those two, Rascal, which would you go with? Rascals. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd there you go. just so love if it was on tap. I think I'd love to get an actual pint of it. See if there's much of a difference over it on draft than it would be over can. Well, I mean, this is this 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 question. I would have read it is it's your dream craft menu. So yeah. if you want it on tap, it's on tap. Okay, I would like. Uh, the Candyman from Rascals on tap. Good show, Walshie. It's a really nice beer. For me, I'm going to go with something that I drink probably once every two weeks just to remind me what happiness is. And that's the Thirsty <laughs> Ferret Amber Ale by Badger Brewery. It's a lovely crisp amber ale, which are quite related to the red ales we've had tonight, actually. And, you know, I've, I've had this for years and years. I absolutely love it. And if I had to pick one thing, I'm going to pick this. Because I know I'm going to enjoy it. Is it called a Thirsty Ferret? Yeah. Thirsty Ferret. F-U-R-S-T-Y. And then ferret, the word Ferret. <laughs> I don't need to spell the word okay. Ferret. But, uh, <laughs> I've never heard of it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's by the Badger Brewing Company. They're over in, uh, in England. And, you know, it, it's 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 not the... Ni- I'm not going to say it's like the nicest beer in the world. It's not. It wouldn't even be a five for me. But it's just one of those that I have like really enjoyed so consistently for so long that you know it's always in my head to have one mm. so that's why i'd pick okay yeah so for me i'm gonna go with um Kilgar's big bunny that's a stellar beer so it is Ooh. to me that's a stellar beer yeah i'm a big fan of that so i mean if i get into a pub and there's a nice cold pint of big bunny there i am lapping it up so i am happy days <laughs> it's a good beer yeah yeah, you have no complaints about that from us, Nelly. Great show. Come on. <laughs> Kinger. Kinger, what about you? Metal Bear Solid. Didn't I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I forgot about that section of the podcast. <laughs> I know what mine. You called them out and everything. Don't don't you put that in. Please don't, tackled... put that in. Please don't put that in. Oh, definitely. And Please the begging. Don't. What's happened to your eyes? <laughs> I've given my answer. Mark's gone, no, 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 you can't do that. What I would have is this. Walshy gave his answer, Nally gave his answer, and Mark said, Kinger, what are you having? Yeah, sorry, actually, I, I actually, I apologise, I'm retracting my apology, because I said you can have that. But so, but you also... What do you have? Oh, no, wait, oh, I also already retracted it. Yeah, I? but you also, oh, you also uh, stipulated that limited editions did actually count, and then nearly give a spoiler for yourself. Oh. <laughs> To any of our listeners, podcasts are hard, man. Don't do this. Especially if it's a craft beer, craft beer podcast. That's our idea. Don't steal it. And that's it for this week's episode of the Crafty Crew podcast. I do hope that uh, you enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, big thanks to Go With Bay Brewery and uh, Dublin City Brewing Company for their red ales this week. Mark, if people want to get in touch, give us one more shout. Okay, yeah, so once more, find us on Facebook at Crafty Crew Podcast, on Untapped at Crafty Crew Podcast. Uh, also craftycrewpodcast at gmail.com if you want to email us a question and then we're on all good streaming sites such as YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud Anchor, wherever you are, we're there Deadly and for next week's episode we are doing the unthinkable and we're going non-alcoholic beers Oh my god Blasphemy, (laughs) is that a thing? 
Uh, so we have Dundalk Bay Brewings non-alcoholic IPA and we have Lervig's No Worries Pineapple non-alcoholic as well. So until then, it's a goodbye from Nally, Walshie and Mark and from myself, Kinger. See you next week. <laughs>